Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about coaching, how you can improve your skills, how you can move forward to going ahead and many other stuff. I'm so, so excited to discuss this topic with Scott Brenner and Aksan Karim. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. How about yourself, Anatoly? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I think we have different time zone. Uh, right now I have evening, but what I like online that we can uh, cooperate globally with anybody with any places even on moon when we uh, elon musk will build some uh, spaceships you know <laughs> when we have this connection so why not we will provide a new format of webinars uh, before we start guys just tell more about yourself experience background because i know that you want to share a lot and in the end of this podcast we can share some discount yeah gifts for our audience listeners so guys uh, listen until the end and before we start just tell more about your excel and experience background okay great i'll start and then hand it over to scott Uh, my name is Asan Karim, and I spent about 12 years in the corporate world. Then I started my entrepreneurial journey, starting to do web design, online marketing. Uh, Scott and I met in an online business community about a year, year and a half ago, and started working together. And we are each other's business alliance partners, and really excited to talk about coaching and online marketing and anything else you want to discuss. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, sure. So my, my background is uh, is on the technical side. I, I started out as a software engineer, and I did that for for way too long. Uh, taught myself web design, web development. Uh, then I got into uh, cybersecurity. Uh, did some consulting for uh, some large corporations there, and, and most recently got into uh, some you know business strategy and coaching. Uh, we both Asan and I kind of had this idea that you know we've we've got decades of experience, and we want to start giving back and and just teaching other people some of the things that we've picked up over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, guys, um, in our headline, we have uh, two words that I love more than anything else. Financial independence or financial freedom. Uh, you know, uh, when I was young, that was my dream, you know, to be financial independent. But in 2008, uh, I lost my first business because of financial crisis. In 2013, Uh, the Ukrainian revolution destroyed my second business. Right now, we have a war in Ukraine, so I left Ukraine, uh, relocated uh, all my family. Luckily, I have these resources, so I even donate and help uh, Ukrainian army people. But, you know, uh, I love these words, uh, financial independence. Can you tell more about that? Uh, how it's important, you know, <laughs> to get this feeling that you have this financial freedom for the entire life. You can uh, move on. It doesn't mean that you, you can rest the whole life. It's boring. It's not interested. Uh, I'm interested more about uh, working that you like to do uh, when you nobody force uh, to do something. Tell more about these two words. Sure. So I can start. Uh, so about five, six years ago, I started following Pat Flynn with Smart Passive Income. And he talked about how you can take your passion, turn it into an online project or some type of a product or a service, uh, but give value first. So that's one of my core values is to provide value. So that really resonated with me. And that's when I started kind of looking into starting building websites and providing services. And since then, we've done many projects uh, 
for small businesses, mid-sized businesses, but also helping people create a financial independence by having an online business. Uh, Scott, I'll turn it over to you to talk about a little bit of what you want to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my perspective might might be a little bit different. Um, I, I spent uh, way too many years uh, in corporate America, uh, you know, li living in a cubicle and working for the man and, and just doing whatever they told me to do. And, you know, it, it was fun and interesting to do that, you know, right out of college, you know, when I was young and I was beginning my career. Uh, but I got to the point where I didn't like having zero control over my destiny. I got a nice paycheck and that was nice. But I didn't get to decide what I worked on and what I had to do, and I didn't pick my own deadlines. And so for me, you know, the idea of financial independence is, you know, following your passion and figuring out value that you can add for other people and being willing to, you know, kind of step off the ledge and not have the security of a corporate job. But what you get is the, the control of your destiny, the control of your own time. And if you have some skills um, and you can make that marketable and you can help other people, then, uh, you know, you might make less than you made before, more than you made before. But the most important thing is you get your freedom, you get your financial freedom, you get your time freedom. And that that's mm -hmm. a big motivating factor for me. Uh, I'm interested about this 12 week uh, coaching bootcamp. Uh, can you tell uh, how it can help? Uh, others because you highlighted to help to share value uh, but uh, you know from my experience it's hard for 12 week to learn something it takes time you know to learn uh, uh, can you tell uh, how people can uh, what kind of value they can get for 12 weeks sure so one of the things that I found over the last five six seven years working with small businesses is that Business owners, they know really well what their industry, what they're providing. But when it comes to setting up their online presence, it takes some time to get used to learning how to set up a good uh, website that's marketable, mobile responsive. There are so many, there are hundreds of small things that they need to be aware of. And I found that I was coaching my clients throughout through that journey, right? Sometimes it took four months, up to six to eight months. Uh, but I went at their pace. And through that experience, what I found was that uh, Scott and I created our own methodology of helping clients in an effective way. And we tried to uh, encapsulate that into a package, right? And recently, uh, I went through a UC Berkeley boot camp myself to kind of take myself through that because I wanted to get more advanced skills. But More importantly, I wanted to go through that experience myself of being coached. So we, along with my experience, my knowledge, and also going through the boot camp, uh, Scott and I worked together to create this curriculum uh, that I think will really help uh, business owners get to the next level. Mm -hmm. Scott? <clears throat> yeah, I, I can add a little bit, a little bit to that. I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, uh, You know, it's a short period of time, but it's long enough, we hope, to go over the basics of what you need to do. So I kind of think a bit, think about it like somebody who wants to run their first marathon. You, you don't just start out running 26 miles. Um, you know, you might have a 12-week training program where you start the first week, maybe you're just stretching and then you just walk a little bit and you, you gradually build up. Now, 
at the end of the 12 weeks, you're not necessarily ready to run your marathon, but boy, you're, you're way more ready than you were 12 weeks earlier when you started yeah. and you had no skills, right? So the mm-hmm. mission really is, it, it's a very intensive program and we go over a lot of stuff and we're not trying to say in 12 weeks, you will learn absolutely everything you need to know. It's, it's not that. It's, it's really just, you know, here's enough to get you started. Here's enough for you to see some actual success um, and understand that you will be able to do this and you'll understand which things you find easy and maybe which things you find a little more difficult. And maybe you need to go hire somebody or get some help in certain areas. Um, but at the end of the 12 weeks, you know, they're, they're going to be in much better shape than they were when they started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may, if I may add, and I heard mm-hmm. this in your show before, success takes many, many years and hundreds of hours of perseverance, right? It takes a long, yeah. long time. But we want to create a platform where we bring like-minded entrepreneurs together. So uh, Scott and I will be instructing, but we also want that peer experience of learning from one another, right? And you've talked about it with other guests where you know, it's not, it's never overnight success. It takes years of practice and many failures. And I've gone through my share of failures to try to learn from them. Uh, But that's something that we keep in mind as we're, you know, putting forth this course and this. Yeah. And and, yeah, the the cohort based course, the fact that we we are going to do it with a a group of people rather than one-on-one, um, we think that's actually going to be more effective because not only can the students learn from us, they can learn from each other. Um, and we think mm-hmm. that ultimately is more valuable than just one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, can you tell about practical tips? You know, f- uh, from my experience, uh, you don't need overlearn. If you overlearn and do nothing, you get nothing, you know, because uh, learning can't uh, provide results. Acting provides. And uh, sometimes when you act, you can find what actually works for you. Uh, As you mentioned about failures, uh, for me, it's hard to count how many times I fail. A lot of. Uh, Probably I can't do it. Uh, And uh, I remember when I was worried about that. Uh, for some time, then I got it. No way. It's one life. Enjoy, man. <laughs> Learn from that. Go ahead. And I remember one quote from Elon Musk. He told that if you don't fail, you are not in the way to enough. So it's just yeah. generic stuff. Can you tell about practical tips? How you can teach others uh, to act more? And uh, do you provide some practical exercises in your training? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, let me take a stab aside and let you go. Yeah, uh, the, the boot camp is not like a college lecture where the students just sit there and listen to us blather on about things. It is interactive. It is a boot camp. There is homework to do. There are assignments, and we will hold the students accountable to do their assignments. And so they will get hands-on experience doing various things. And like you said, they will learn better by doing than just by listening. Yeah, exactly. And it's those assignments and doing doing it themselves. Yes, we'll give them valuable instruction, but it's when they go to actually apply it. Right. And we all three of us have been there. Right. Learning something for the first time. It's never going to be a successful uh, project first time around. They have to start, build, fail and then keep going. And so we have assignments every step of the way 
and we'll provide office hours to help along the way as well. So we'll provide some of that support as needed, but most importantly, we want our students to get the hands-on experience and practice as much as possible so that they can get to the point where they know enough and they have something tangible at the end of the session, at the end of the bootcamp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, guys, let me share my story. You know, when I graduated from university, I uh, worked in three banks uh, and uh, got small salary, not bad. Uh, yeah, good one. Uh, then I dropped. Uh, all these jobs and uh, launched my business and uh, for six months I increased my revenue in 30 times uh, because I found some interesting niche and uh, yeah that was good time for two years I earned a lot and in 2008 the financial crisis destroyed everything that I had everything you know because I had financial company in Ukraine and uh, the Ukrainian government decided to disallow all banking loans and all my business uh, helped others to get these loans and I lost all and I invested all the resources that I had I took uh, a lot of debts and my uh, uh, if I remember correctly uh, debts were equal to uh, 3,000 average salaries in Ukraine, a lot, you know, and I spent five years to work hard to get them back, you know, after that, I promised I never will take any loans, uh, so <laughs> we'll see, and um, uh, I think, you know, uh, I was not good with money, uh, I was young, I didn't have experience to handle my money, I, I lost them, I got a lot of debts, uh, but I got this lesson, uh, and when uh, uh, the Ukrainian revolution happened. I lost my second business, but uh, after that, I, I had money. Uh, I didn't lose anything, you know. So uh, can you tell about uh, how you can tell others uh, about uh, saving, not only investing, uh, about more saving? Because I think, you know, when people buy uh, a cup of coffee or any other nonsense they they can do themselves, uh, it doesn't help. Yeah, uh, and we, I see all the time, uh, my son can, please buy me this one, this one, this one. Okay, I can do it, I can, but man, you, you don't need it. Why we need to buy all of that? Can you tell how you can teach others about saving? Because I think saving is the most important uh, uh, in financial freedom, what do you think? Yeah, so, I believe that you don't need a whole lot to get started. Some of the basics, right? You need a computer, you need internet access, you need some resources to get started. Most important thing is to find out what your skills are, uh, what you love doing, combine the two, but then also look for what's, uh, what's a demand out there that you can fulfill, right? So trying to combine all that. Now, when it comes to savings, it's so important that you have some foundational resources available to you, right? So that uh, you have, say, three to six months of savings that you can count on if you're just going out on your own and trying to build something. Because it will take probably more than six months uh, if you're starting from scratch to bring in your customers and have enough so that you can sustain your monthly bills so it takes time so that's why it's so important to save and what we promote what i promote is that start with the basics you know don't buy a fancy computer or fancy software you don't need all that you know start with wordpress 
com where you can start a free blog right you don't need to necessarily uh, get a fancy domain name right away even though a domain name is only $15 a year to buy yeah sure you should at uh, some points but start with a free blog understand the power of being online just for free and then maybe after a week or a month then you learn about buying a domain name connecting your hosting right uh, and that what we teach is what are the most economic ways to get hosting domain name? What are some of the good ones? And then the students will decide what they want to do. But we provide those affordable options out there. So those are some of my points about saving and starting with the basics. Scott? Yeah, I, I, I would totally agree. I think it's definitely critical to, to not go out and pay for stuff that you don't need right away. Um, Asan and I are very big on the MVP concept, the minimally viable product, which is just the bare minimum that you need to do to get somebody to buy whatever you're selling, whether it's a product or service. And you have to ask yourselves really hard, you know, is this thing really part of the MVP or not? And, you know, like Asan said, you know, there's lots of very either free or very cost effective ways to get started. Um, the other comments I would make along those lines is one of the one of the first things that we teach early in the boot camp <clears throat> is how to validate the idea, uh, how to make sure that, you know, this is not something that um, is going to fail. That's not a commodity product where you've got to compete on price. We want to try to help the students find a, a valid idea for their product or service, test the market before they spend any time or money building it out. Um, validate that it is a decent idea and um, we, we go through a bunch of stuff with that but ultimately if they do have a valid idea then our next step is to show them how they can very quickly get their first actual paying customers or clients not six or 12 or 18 months down the road ideally by the end of the boot camp <clears throat> the students will have at least one paying customer um, and boy, there's, there's nothing like validation, uh, you know, like, like a credit card payment into their account. Mm -hmm. and, and also there's just a, there's a psychological motivating factor as well, uh, that even if it's a small payment from just one person, um, it, it, it's really a very big motivator. So between saving money up front and getting the thing started and trying to generate some quick revenue, um, that's kind of the mission. Yeah, I, I love especially about quick revenue. I, I, I often see when webmasters uh, give up because they can't get quick revenue. For me, I don't know how to do it. Uh, I, I read the story about Walmart uh, and they opened two shops for 10 years uh, when they uh, yeah started their business, two only two shops. Uh, and uh, many other examples, McDonald's, uh, M many companies uh, it takes time you know to grow to extend your business but in your uh, description i found interesting sentence uh, potential of six seven figure revenue streams can you tell more about that i think uh, i i want to get it my audience want to get it tell more about that sure so what it comes down to is the individual entrepreneur what he or she has the knowledge, skills on, and what they're able to put together as far as a product or a service. Now, once, once they define that for themselves, then it's about, like Scott was saying, validating that idea, 
right? And that takes some time, but to understand that when that entrepreneur creates something that should be of immense value to that entrepreneur. So as a result, it will be a value to the right audience. So not everybody is going to be the right customer. So in order to find your right audience, there's a lot of testing involved, but creating the right product, and that's something that Scott and I will focus on for a number of days in our uh, bootcamp. So once you find that premium product or service and then go after that audience, it is very possible to create that six, seven figure income. But again, I'll come back to this, Anatoly, the point about it never happens overnight, right? It will always take months, years, right? Uh, for me, it took years to get my decent web design SEO client. But I started by just watching a YouTube channel, learning to build WordPress like eight, nine years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I practiced and most of them didn't work. And then eventually I started to build and it worked. I got my customers and started building my team. Uh, so now we have premium offering, right? So our premium products are, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for building websites and SEO. So, but that didn't happen overnight. It took me about seven years to get to that point. So when we get our students, we will teach the same idea is that start something you're passionate about, find your skills, then let's build it step by step. The reason why it's uh, important to be passionate about it is because being an entrepreneur is extremely hard. It's, it's very difficult uh, you know, to, to do something day after day and fail. But if you love it, then you just do it. Scott and I, we communicate on a daily basis, not because we have to, but because we love it. We love what we do. We love to take the business owners to the next level. So he and I talk about it on a daily basis from morning till evening through our software. Uh, so for us, it's not really work because we love it. So we want to bring the same out in our clients, our students. What is it that they're passionate about? Because then it makes it fun and when it gets the toughest in that journey, they can still hang in there and put in their months and years to get to that success level, you know, that six, seven figure income. Right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have a little anecdote. I, I once heard that the, the definition of an entrepreneur is somebody willing to work 80 hours a week for himself to avoid working 40 hours a week for somebody else. <laughs> yeah yes. and uh, uh, that, that's something that i'm trying to explain my son because he uh, he told me how you can work in the morning in the evening uh, uh late in the evening on sunday on saturday uh, i i tell him you know it's not a job it's my hobby you know <laughs> yeah it's really hobby i don't work hard because uh, it's the same like playing basketball, watching TikTok videos as you do, you know, because it's my hobby, I can do it. I completely agree with you about passion. And uh, let me share another story. Uh, once I decided to open project because of money, I chased money. I spent three years, wasted a lot of resources and got nothing because I, I was not passionate about that. I just felt that I can earn money like many other competitors can do, but these competitors know the niche. I didn't. Uh, Neil Patel shared the same story about poker. 
he bought a website about poker and he couldn't rank this website because he didn't understand poker. He didn't play poker. It's not his passion. And he lost this website, uh, time, resources. And I completely agree. Guys, if you are not passionate about your industry, don't do it. You know, it's better to find something else where you passion, where you can spend time because it takes time, sometimes years to achieve results. And it's the same like playing soccer, tennis, any other sport that you like. I'm not waiting when someone will pay money for my hobby, you know, if I play tennis. Because it's my hobby, I can do it. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, iPhone that you can teach about digital marketing, SEO, website building, editing fine target audience. You know, uh, from my experience, it's hard to know SEO, digital marketing, website building. I think uh, it's much better focusing attention to one direction. Can you tell more about uh, this topic? Uh, I can start, Scott. So for me, it's a flow, right? So mm -hmm. you're never going to be a subject matter expert in three months, but if you're passionate about something and you're interested in learning, then you start and you put in the time on a daily basis. So, you know, we would expect our students to be really passionate, motivated, but outside of our class, we would expect them to put maybe two to four hours a week learning on their own, practicing the homework, etc. So going back to your point, Anatoly, when you start an online presence and you put your passion out there, it's the flow. What I mean by that is you start with a free blog on wordpress.com, then you domain name you're hosting then you start putting your call to action on your own domain name right maybe you have a two three four page website then you start thinking okay let's learn a little bit about keyword we're not going to go intermediate advanced we start beginning uh, beginner level keyword research right um, so we're touching upon the basics of each one so when we do keyword research then you're automatically thinking, okay, what are people typing in Google to find somebody like me or my ideal customers? So then you're going into the digital marketing arena, right? You're starting to look for your ideal customers. But we're also going to teach how do you find your first 10 leads or next 10 leads. It's because we don't want to just teach to build something for no reason. We also want to teach how to get your first 10 leads so they may turn into a paid customer, right? We want, they're going to pay for the course, but we want them to get 10 times the value. So if they're paying X amount of dollars, we want them to get you know 10 times the value by getting more paid customers, right? Um, and then the next piece, Anatoly, is this. Uh, you must be willing to do email marketing because that's still up to today uh, a great way to reach out to your ideal customers and provide value. And I'm a big believer in providing value first before you try to sell something because people want to get to know, like, and trust you before they want to pay you for something that you're offering. So email list building is critical in my opinion. So we're going to touch upon that. And again, to your point about budget, we will show them how they can open a free MailChimp or a ConvertKit account and they can start for free. And these are the things that we want to teach so that we provide that value to them at a minimal cost to our students. Uh, then the last piece that I'll speak about and hand it over to Scott is this, that 
you must have an ongoing. It's not like build it and they will come. It never works that way, right? You build it and you provide value week after week after week, and eventually your ideal customer will find you, right? So all of that starts from online presence to putting yourself out there through digital marketing, and that's when you start building an online presence that will bring you profits down the road. Scott? Right. Nice. Yeah, I would, I would just comment, you know, just to kind of go up to 30,000 feet to, to answer your, your question, Anatoly, about, you know, web, web design and SEO, digital marketing and all these things. And, yeah, to Hassan's point, you know, nobody can be an expert at all of those things. I think our mission is to at least expose our students to all of these things, to lay out a roadmap of, you know, here are all of the things that, you know, you will need to do. You don't necessarily need to do all of them yourself. But here's what it means when somebody says email marketing. What does that mean? What is SEO? We're going to go over the basics of that. And then the students, you know, as they go off and do their own thing, they can decide which of those areas they feel comfortable doing and enjoy doing and do those. That's great. But if they're not comfortable doing one of those things, it's perfectly fine to get help. You know, there are people who specialize in each of those areas and we can recommend ways of finding good people um, and go and get that person to help you. But at least when the students have the knowledge of, for example, let's take SEO. If, if they've got the basic understandings of what SEO is, but they don't want to do it themselves and they go hire somebody to help them with SEO, um, they, they, they'll at least be able to speak the same language with that person and they'll understand what, what that person is telling them. So our mission really is to kind of educate at a high level, raise awareness of all of these things. We're not telling them you've got to go become an expert in all of these things but we just want them to understand what all of those things mean so that they're just a little bit more uh, educated about them. Yeah, awesome, awesome, valuable. And uh, for example, I spent a lot of time with SEO, but when I speak with many experts, I understand that <laughs> I'm far, far away from to, uh, to know even a little bit about SEO because we have link building, PR, content creation, uh, technical optimization. So. But for me, it's much more important to cooperate with others. I can, uh, if I can provide one specific link building technique, I can uh, cooperate with other freelancers, uh, agencies. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. Of course, it's important to cooperate with others outsourced. Um, and yeah, you can go ahead with that. And you mentioned about email marketing. Uh, Ren Fishkin, in my event, uh, six hours event with many great speakers, uh, proclaimed that uh, email marketing is more important than uh, social media. And uh, he, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, he provided an example that it's better to have one email list than uh, 10 followers on social media. Because you can't uh, force social media to show your content. You can't, uh, you know, create only viral content, but on email marketing, you can. You still control the channel. You still can uh, send all emails with the right message. You can control this channel, but you can't do it on social media. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, email marketing still works perfectly fine. fine. And uh, okay, let's uh, go ahead. Uh, let's talk about finding your uh, target persona. Uh, let me share about that. I see some issues with these uh, things because uh, many companies uh, are looking for simple ways to uh, create a buying persona by using tools, online studies. 
but it doesn't work like this. Uh, you need to spend time more because the era of lazy marketers is that you need to research, to speak on social media groups, to spend time. Can you tell how you can teach others about learning your customers before creating content and products? Okay, so I believe the way to start is to first serve your ideal customers. So for example, you know, one of our ideal customers are medical doctors. We do SEO, web design, online marketing for medical doctors. So what, how I started was locally. You know, I've known four to five medical pain doctors, and I reached out to one of them who needed the website redesign. And so because I had that know, like, and trust factor already with him, right? He was willing to listen to what I had to say, right? So then once I had that, now I'm, I have a case study. So what I would teach our students is, and you know, Scott will probably have his own version as well. I would teach uh, our students is find your first customer, your ideal customer, whether it's in person, online, provide them immense value. I would still charge something for them, but because they're their first beta customer, I would give them a heavy discount, maybe a 25, 50% discount, but do an excellent job so you can use that as a case study to get your next 10 paid customers, right? So once you have that, focus on just that niche and multiply. So pro provide email marketing to your ideal customer. Also do some social media as well, but show what you're doing. Have a before and after. Here's what it looked like before. This is what I did that's so much better, you know, after, uh, you know, with the permission of the client, of course, right? Uh, so those are some ways to find your ideal customers and serve. Um, Scott, I would hand it over to you for some other points. Yeah, I, I would say the, the way that I kind of think about it is, you know, if I think of my skill set, I think about, okay, what problems do I see out there in the world that I can solve? And, you know, how large is the audience that has that problem? And if I can come up with a solution for a problem that's pretty common um, and I can just start making people aware of it, you know, uh, in whatever, whatever works, you know, whether it's starting an email list or posting to, you know, blogs or whatever it might be, or going on podcasts, any kind of outreach that I can do that says, hey, I understand this problem that you're having, and I've got a solution for it. Um, to some degree, your target audience will find you. But like Asan said, um, you know, we believe heavily, and this is, you know, we kind of talk about it as the, the Pat Flynn model, because this is how Pat Flynn started. And we're trying to, to mirror his action, which is provide immense value up front. Don't, don't have the mindset that people need to pay me money for something. Just try to help people. Say, I, I'm familiar in this realm. I have solutions. I have knowledge about this. Let me just provide a bunch of value with no expectation of payment or anything. And if you do that, um, it will grow and you will get people to know, like, and trust you. And then when you have an actual, you know, solution uh that that you know people will pay for they will be banging down your door saying take my money i want your solution i trust you i, I whatever you you've got i know it's going to solve my problem take my money 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, valuable. You mentioned about email marketing uh, and uh, about uh, personalized outreach. Can you give more advice how to personalize message today? Because uh, I still get a lot of spam messages. Please buy my guest posting uh, and many other stuff that I don't need at all. Uh, but uh, sometimes uh, I got really personalized outreach very good uh, that share benefits for me and uh, uh, it's interesting to read and I think oh yeah really I need this product I, I want to cooperate with this guy can you tell more about personalization yeah let, let me take let me take a stab at that on pipe in and uh, yeah just just a comment on email marketing in general the, the, the statistic that I have heard is that for every dollar you spend in email marketing you get about 42 dollars back uh, it's a huge ROI yeah. there. Um, on email marketing, because like you said, it's it's way more targeted than social media. You know, you're getting directly in people's inboxes. Now, the trick to that is, you know, we all get way too much email and spam and everything else. And so, you know, email marketing, you don't want to be just another, you know, perceived spam message in somebody's inbox. So I think it's very important when you're trying to get people to sign up for your email list that you make it very clear what you would what you will be delivering and the value that you are you will be providing and if that resonates with somebody if they say yeah like what this person is saying and it looks like it's going to be valuable i will sign up and i will probably stay on that list because i'm you know i'm going to get value um the other thing that you can do once you've started building a list is you can start to ask your uh, subscribers you know what are your problems what are you interested in me helping you with uh, because if one person asks about something, the chances are there's a hundred other people that would love to ask the same thing. And so you can fine tune it a little bit. Um, Pat Flynn does something very similar. When you first join his mailing list, the first email that you will get from him kind of, I think, I forget the details, but it like asks three to five questions. Like, okay, what do you want to get out of me? Is it A, B, C, D, or E? And then by answering that, he then puts you into, you know, a specific funnel or an email sequence based on how you responded. So even though email seems like it's one way, it's really a two-way conversation that you're having with your subscribers if you do it correctly. So, you know, the key is listening to your subscribers, asking them what they want to hear more of. And as you're trying to build your list, uh, you put out the information in a way that is going to attract the people that you know you can help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. And I think, Scott, You uh, pointed out all the right things. Um, And I believe that being authentic is very important. So if somebody cares enough to subscribe to your email list, that means that they care about you. So also providing some type of story that helps them connect with you as a person. And nobody is perfect. So just being authentic to who you are and telling small stories of problem solution. Here is the problem and here's how we solved it. And here's a small case study. You know, maybe it takes less than a minute to kind of read and learn. And then they get to see how you're using your expertise to help people. And that will attract people to come back and get more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah love it, love it. Uh, you know, by the way, my son is curious why I'm still working, you know. <laughs> so, so, and he decided to check out how things uh, are coming here. Okay, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, tell about why uh, does someone need a business coach? I'm interested about that. Uh, for example, I learned from almost all experts marketing experts, uh, business coaches, many great uh, offers who can create awesome, valuable content. 
can you tell why it's important to have a business coach? Sure, I can make a start with that. Um, I believe it's always important to have the right person helping you. So there, there is a right person for everybody. And you have, as the entrepreneur, have to decide who that person is. Um, so when you're looking for somebody, uh, somebody you can trust, you can share ideas with and get uh, feedback, you know, constructive feedback. And they should be willing to tell you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear, right? So it's important to get somebody who has knowledge about, let's say if you're looking to start an online business, they should know something about online business and they should have certain amount of success in that field so that you know you're getting advice or guidance from somebody who's done it already. And the last thing I'll say is, it can come in a form of a mastermind. So I started locally uh, a mastermind with another person uh, about five years, four or five years ago. And these were like-minded entrepreneurs and it's a free mastermind. And Scott joined about a year, year and a half ago. And these are a group of you know, entrepreneurs that give each other thousands of dollars worth of value every two weeks, but we don't charge anything uh, for it to each other because it's a handpicked group of people that support and we want each other to succeed. So if you can create that, again, to your point about budget, if you can find the right type of people, create a mastermind, you know, get the coaching that way. But if you're, if you're struggling with that, then get a paid coach somebody who knows in that field what you need to do to make your next 10,000 a month or make your next 20,000 a month. Uh, so that's that's what I would say about coaching. Yeah, I, I would yeah. just add that, you know, if you think about it, you know, there are professional athletes, there are singers, there are actors and actresses. They often have professional coaches. Now, you think some of these people that are at the top of their game, world yeah. famous, what do they need a coach for? Right. But they know they have the awareness that there are things that they can do better. And, you know, they might be able to learn how to do these things on their own, but they know it's an accelerator to bring in a coach, you know, in terms of athletes or whatever. And it's the same thing in business. So the way I see business coaching is to um, speed up the process of learning for the students. Uh, we can help them avoid the potholes and the speed bumps. We can say, okay, look, you know, this thing, yeah, you're, you're going about that the right way, but this other thing over here, you know, understand if you keep, keep doing it this way, you know, you're, you may have some issues and here's, here's maybe a different way to think about it. Um, so yeah, it's kind of sharing knowledge in a way that helps them speed up the learning process that they otherwise would have. Yeah. Well, you love it. Love it. By the way, even uh, the world champions have a coach, uh, even more, they have a team, you know, who can help them decide their problems. For example, I know that I can't create anything without my team. You know, I I just uh, click the button, record, that's it. You know, my team will provide the rest. Promote, paid marketing, sharing, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere, to social media groups, uh, to send this message, check out a new podcast episode. For me, you know, I don't know <laughs> how to find time to do it. And even more, I compare my personal speed with others. And uh, I can, uh, you know, they can make six times faster than me, you know, because of doing one thing. Uh, that's why I, I love focusing. 
when you know when you focus in one direction when you don't do the rest and yeah it's very important to have a team as well uh, okay i have the question about benefits of group coaching can you tell more what kind of benefits can i get if uh, i have a group of other people who want to learn about that absolutely so you know scott has his experience i have mine you know we have decades of experience however when you bring a group of like-minded motivated highly skilled entrepreneurs who are learning the next levels of business they also have each their own experience skills right so when you go to do those projects assignments individual or group you're collaborating so then we're learning from each other in in my case I, I remember some of my best courses that I attended uh, university or otherwise were not just the instructor, what I learned from the students, my peers, because oftentimes they're smart individuals who are kind of at the same level as I am in what we're learning together. And they may give me some pointers that will help me learn something uh, quickly, whereas my instructor, my professor may be five steps ahead of me. My peer is only one or two steps ahead of me. So that's a great way to learn is peer support, scaffolding, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would add too, there's an accountability factor as well. Uh, you know, in, in one-on-one coaching, you know, even if the coach is good and is holding the student accountable, that's just one person that the student is accountable for. But when you're in a cohort-based, a group-based coaching situation, there might be eight, 10, 12, 15 other people that are all holding each other accountable and they're, they're rooting each other on, you know, everybody wants to see everybody succeed. Um, so the accountability is magnified in the group coaching experience. Yeah. And I'd say the other t- thing too is, um, you know, in addition to the feedback and the accountability, um, you never know who's going to know somebody else. So, you know, one student might be, you know, producing, you know, widget A the other student widget B and maybe they're each having trouble finding their own target audience, but maybe they know the other person's target audience. They, they can start making, make some introductions or they can say, Oh, well, you know, I've got a cousin who I think would be interested in your thing. Um, so there's that cross pollination that you pick up in a group coaching environment that you wouldn't necessarily have in a one-to-one situation. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. Guys, I have the last question about discount. Can you tell what kind of gifts, our audience can get and how to get it, uh, what they need to do and what kind of value they can get by getting this gift. Scott, I'll let you, I'll let you go. Okay, sure. So uh, what we would like to offer the, the listeners, viewers of your podcast is a, uh, a 25% discount on the coaching bootcamp that we have. 12-week program very significant discount um the way to get it and and hopefully you'll have some show notes but i'm going to say the url so so where they go is they go to onlinebizfromscratch.com so it's online b-i-z from scratch.com slash unmiss u-n-m-i-s-s and if you go there it's just a quick landing page we've got a free ebook that we're giving away that kind of it's, it's the very, very tip of the iceberg of the coaching program. It goes over an extremely high level what we will help students learn. Uh, if they sign up there, they grab our free ebook, they put in that, uh, that discount code on this, um, 
they will be uh, they will be eligible for a, a very significant twenty five percent discount on the coaching. Nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a big pleasure, guys, to uh, to have you on my show. Uh, you share a lot of value. Uh, I wish you success in your uh, coaching. Uh, I love it. I love learning. Uh, tell our audience uh, how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you if they have a lot more questions or they just want to get some other value. So for me, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, and I know we connected. Uh, I'm part of your group, and looking forward to being active there as well, Anatoly. So uh, I'm on LinkedIn, San Karim. You can search that way. Um, I would say that if your visitors go to the landing page that Scott mentioned and download that ebook, uh, that way, that's the best way to reach out to us because we want to connect. We want to send email to them to provide that value. First of all, through the ebook and then through the discount if they're interested. But if they want to just get, you know, resources, which I think, you know, I consumed good resources for years before purchasing anything. So I think that's a great way to learn. So we are going to do that as well. Uh, another way is uh, through the website, lightvisiongroup.com. And Scott, do you want to mention your site as well? Uh, sure. Yeah, my my website is Radiant Webscapes, R-A-D-I-A-N-T, webscapes.com. You can find me there. Um, and then the other comment, just to Sonia made me think of this, is um, we want to help people. So even if the coaching boot camp is not right for somebody, but we can help in any other way, even if it's just giving them some advice or pointing them in the right direction, um, we'd love to do that. So people people reach out. You know, we would love that opportunity to help them. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. Uh, you, by the way, you can send all these links uh, to my email. I'll share to uh, description uh, to this uh, audio podcast. Uh, thanks again for your time. A big pleasure that you found time to share a lot of value. Uh, because I agree with many of your points. I've learned something new because I agree about passionate, about patience, about finding your niche, many other stuff uh, to save money. I completely agree because I got it through experience. Uh, I lost my resources, time, money to learn it. And you shared right now for a small audience who want to know before making this mistake. So it's better to learn yeah. before doing. And uh, thanks again. Welcome back anytime to share more value. Thanks guys for listening, watching us. Uh, please sign up and get this discount and see you next time.